0: Share uh, Indie Film Podcast. Welcome to the show. We are talking today with uh, James Heath and Liam Garvo. Uh, they're the co-producers of an upcoming film called The Fitzroy. If you want an idea of how good this film is, just the title sequence won an award at South by Southwest. So not the whole film, but just the beginning. Uh, welcome, James. Welcome, Liam. How are you guys doing?
1: Great, thanks. Awesome. Thank you.
0: So... Obviously, uh, Fitzroy hasn't been released yet. Um, I know that little bits of it has been teased around and submitted. Um, tell us a little bit about the project and what people can expect once it's released.
2: Uh, well, we uh, we raised the initial finance on Kickstarter um, about three or four years ago now. And uh, then we raised uh, the rest of it, private equity and tax credit. Um, and we've just finished uh, completion of the film, so uh, everything is finally done and dusted. And uh, we're now um, seeking out sales agents. I don't think they want to hear the boring stuff. I, to, I think they want to
1: hear what the film's about. What is the <laughs> film
3: about? <laughs> I, I'm interested <laughs> so far. you still got me hooked. So whatever you want to say about it.
1: It's a post-apocalyptic comedy. Um, it's set in alternative 1950s. The world is surrounded in poisonous gas. And the last remaining holiday destination is a beach submarine off of the south coast of England in Margate. Uh, and that is our hotel, the
2: Fiat Troy. So, uh, the, the film's a lot than that pitch.
0: <laughs> I have to say that that's, that is the most English premise for a film maybe I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> a, a, a submarine hotel in Margate. I love it. Um, yeah. When we were originally sent the script
1: by the writer-director Andrew Harmer, it wasn't actually set on a submarine, it was just a normal hotel, and it just happened that we, we knew of a submarine uh, sitting in the Thames, and we said, how about we take that hotel and actually we put it on a on a submarine?
2: Yeah, that, that happened, we were, the three of us were at a bar in London, and we were talking about the project, and uh, we had, uh, I guess, a few too many drinks, and then we just started deciding, let's do it on the submarine, it'll look cool. <laughs>
3: When people figure out a better way to come up with good ideas, I'm really interested to know what it is, but it seems like ideas that happen under those circumstances really are the ones that survive and really are the ones that everybody ends up loving. So I think you guys did your research and and followed your process properly in this case. (laughs)
0: So talk about, you know, we did, I don't know if you've heard of it. There was a film that came out recently, again, an English film called 2024, Um, it just came out at the the British Independent Film Festival and we interviewed them. They shot the whole thing in like an underground bunker. Um, It was interesting talking to them just how complicated it gets filming in very small spaces. Um, Did you run into any production challenges filming on a submarine? Yeah,
1: right. In in particular, our director is (laughs) 7'11". No way. He's pretty tall. He's 6'7", I think. Yeah. But the the, the submarine is a Russian-Soviet... Um, submarine. from Well, it's
3: built in the seventies, I think, um, and I think that you had to be under five foot ten to be a, a, on, on the boat. So straight away, you can imagine the difficult ways. Yeah, and um, we we may
2: have lost uh, some equipment overboard. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Just, you know, the, the camera, the lens.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's crazy. I'll have to go back through the credits and see if uh, Yao Ming is given credit because yeah. <laughs> there's not that many people I know who are that tall. Man. <laughs> now, um, talk about talk about festivals. I understand you've submitted around. I saw it. Uh, am I right in saying that it just came out at St. Louis?
1: Yeah. So we had a world premiere at St. Louis in November, um, and. Uh, as previously mentioned, we won a couple of awards at South by Southwest for the title sequence, um, and now we've got uh, a couple of other festivals lined up um, in April. We, ha- we can't officially announce them yet, cause, but we've, they told us we're in the lineup. Um, but we're hoping to kind of get all the confirmation details and announcement in the next couple of weeks.
0: Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I'm I haven't seen a lot of the Fitzroy, but what I have seen has yeah. been super fun. You know, I saw the. The title sequence, which is brilliant, it's the first thing it's very much a throwback you know, I can tell you guys are going back to the fifties um <laughs> some of the great title sequences, you know the pink panther or it's a mad mad, mad, mad world yeah um kind of what 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 were you guys thinking about as you built that title sequence
2: yeah I, well, I think you're right I mean soul bass was a massive influence for it um really, what the title sequence helped do for us was. Because we could only show part of the world of the Fitzroy, um, we wanted to try and make sense to the story a little bit, um, help people understand what the backstory was mm. uh, and how like a poisonous gas kind of started causing chaos and killing dogs and uh, people and all that jazz. So that's, <laughs> that's how I, I think it, it really lends itself to that. Yeah, I mean, she, in the title sequence, Andrew, the director, and his girlfriend uh, ends up getting blown up in it. So, you may remember there's a
1: shot where there's a woman holding a baby, and the woman goes into the baby and it blows up. So, that is uh, Andrew's girlfriend and his newborn baby, Finley. Yeah, hi, yeah.
2: Finley. <laughs> that's
3: taking a Taylor Swift like song revenge up like a thousand percent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's no, that's that's brilliant. The, oh, yeah. the dark comedy comes through strong. Did anybody else make cameos in the title sequence? <laughs>
3: And of course, uh, we make a small cameo. Liam and I.
1: We uh, have is it uh, Heath's dog food or no, no Garvo's dog food and Heath's prunes. Yeah. (laughs) So in this world of the film, the only food remaining uh, is stewed prunes and dog food. So they get given this for breakfast every morning by our bellboy.
2: It's it's also worth pointing out, like the uh, all the characters that you see are. are backers uh, on the Fitzroy. So there's a certain pledge level that you could pledge at and you could become an animated character or have your dog uh, animated into the title sequence. So we have to give a massive shout-out to all those guys that um, pledged at that level because they uh, they really helped make the title sequence what it is.
0: So let's do talk about that for a minute. I mean, the, the Fitzroy, everything I've seen has been very, very polished, um, very high production quality. Um, obviously, you were very successful in your... Uh, your funding efforts and then I understand you're already <clears throat> working to raise money for a new film like do you have any tips on how to create a successful fundraising campaign because um, that's something that a lot of people are interested in sure I think the, the big thing we've
1: done on um, all of our campaigns and we've, we've done a few now is about uh, building a brand and uh, engaging new audience so with the Fitzroy we, we started that engagement like six months before the campaign even launched and we were like building assets, building the world, building artwork. And so that you know, when we came to launch the campaign, we, we not only had a really engaged audience, but we also had a rich tapestry of work. And um, there was like a bunch of uh, posters we'd done alongside it that were offered rewards. And again, now with Biopunk, um, we've kind of we've hopefully started to build this sci-fi kind of brand, leading into the into the future, into the future for the feature film. So, um, Biopunk we're doing as a, as a high concept short that we're funding through Kickstarter. Um, and you actually going to direct this one.
2: Yeah. So the idea with Biopunk is, um, it's actually a feature film, but it is a massive step up in terms of budget, uh, from the Fitzroy. So mm. what we need to do is create a, uh, high concept short, like James was saying, and then we're going to, um, we're going to do that at the end of March and then we're going to bring it, uh, to Cannes and, uh show it around to sales agents and try and get some in, uh, early investment into the, the project.
0: Man. Well, that's intimidating. like Just the idea of wandering around Cannes, uh, but so exciting. I mean, that's that's the big league once you get there. So, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're in Berlin, and kind of doing the groundwork. So uh, at the moment, we're in Berlin, partly uh, speaking to people about uh, distributing film and um, developing our up-and-coming projects but we're telling them right now that this is a project that we're doing Biopunk is a project that's happening um, these are the people that we're looking to attach this is the sort of approach that we're having um, and yeah we're going to come back to you in Canton and we're going to have a short and you're, it's going to be kick-ass and you're going to you're going to love it yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really like what you're saying about building a brand um, obviously Fitzroy is such a, a quirky I've never seen anything else like it I think it's very clever it's kind of a uh, a weird, like, kubrick Wes Anderson mashup. Um, <laughs> it made me
3: think of, of definitely of... of um, uh, Dr. Strangelove? Yeah, Dr. Strangelove and, and a bunch of other films like that. And I absolutely adore those films. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty good description of Wes Anderson mashup with all these old, you know, bomb scare films.
0: Do you think uh, Biopunk will be building on that that same idea or are you going to take things in a different direction?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a different direction um, in terms of, like, content and what have you. Um, and Andrew uh, is also the writer of Biopunk as well. Um, but that film, that's you know, it's much more of a, a drama adventure. Um, and, uh, yeah, the style is going to be a lot different. Uh, same director of photography as um, the Fitzroy. Um, but it, it will be, on the whole, a, a different kettle of fish. It's much more... Than, keeping, I think, with probably films like Children of Men.
3: Uh, uh, that
2: might be the, the biggest reference for us on
3: that one. Well, that is a big shift. <laughs> Dr. Strange and well, the Children of Men. There's there's a bit of a disconnect there. Yeah, no. I'm
0: excited for it, though. Um, when, when can people expect to see Fitzroy? And where? So um, I, I'm hoping that when this goes out, I don't know when this is going
1: to go out, we'll have actually a, a trailer. Okay. Uh, alongside the bits because right? I know that you guys haven't even seen that so that's now done we're just kind of uh, lining up the the, release, the online release of the trailer um, and in terms of when people can see the finished film it's difficult to give a firm commitment at the moment um, because it's going to come down to sales so we're working with a sales agent, sales agent to line up um, when it's going to go to market hopefully that will be in Cannes, and then after that uh, hopefully it should, should be available fairly soon afterwards. We certainly want to get it to people as soon as possible. Mm. You know, it's already had its uh, World Premier ASH festival release and then, you know, we've got a few other festivals say, lined up. Um, but we're desperate to people see it because, you know, people have been asking to see it for a long time and we you know what, what it is, we love the film, so <laughs> I know
0: it seems like daft and saying that. <laughs> No, that's exciting. It's uh it's super fresh. So it's fun to to talk about a project that's still you know, quite early on in the, the sales process. Um, and you're, you're raising funds right now for Biopunk, is that correct?
2: Yeah, that's right. So we've got a Kickstarter page up, uh, and um, it's the only project that comes up, I think, if you type in Biopunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, we're, I think as of today, we're like 62% or something funded, and we've got... Um, just eleven days left, or, or thereabouts. We've also got some fun cast announcements coming up um, next week. So, yeah, c- can't quite uh, say too much about that, but it's it's gonna hopefully you know be kind of uh, exciting.
0: Yeah, watch this space. Yeah. So if you donated to the Fitzroy, right, you could have your your dog gassed, or you could show up in the title sequence. Do you have any fun uh, fun things like that for those who donate to Biopunk?
1: I guess the, probably the closest thing to that is you can have uh, your missing poster in the film. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so there's gonna be a wall of the missing in, in the film, where, in this landscape we a building, and you can have yourself, or your loved one, or your your dog again yeah. uh, on, the, on that wall of the missing.
0: Your girlfriend, <laughs> your child.
1: Your
0: girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's brilliant. Um, So I guess my last question is, when I look at you two guys or when I listen to you, because obviously I can't see you, um, I hear two guys who are, you know, if you haven't made it already, you're pretty close. You know, you're closer than a lot of the indie filmmakers that I meet and talk with maybe ever get. And I'm just kind of, I'm interested in, in your backstory, so kind of where you started and how you broke into indie film and any advice that you might have to other filmmakers who are trying to do the things that you're doing now.
3: What wisdom can you share? We slept our way to the top, really. <laughs> there James is hope.
1: Been very, very active in the area. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, so my background is totally unmedia related. I, I came from like tech, but um, ten years ago I started in uh, in this film industry, uh, and that's that's how I met James. So I started. I did my first um, short. Back then, and James came on oddly enough to cast it at the time. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> yeah, so that was successful. And then since then, we you know we've partnered up on uh, loads of different things. And, and uh, about four years ago, we set up Dressing Pictures, which is our production company. Uh, and the sole ambition of that production company was to uh, to make feature films, uh, which is which is what we're doing. Um, in terms of advice, I mean that's a that's a tricky one. I mean, I, I'd hate to. Be someone to uh, offer advice, but I think my thing, what I do, I have to constantly just tell myself, "You got to keep going." You know, you're, you're gonna. I we've had numerous setbacks along the way, and and sometimes it's really demoralizing, uh, and it's hard to pick yourself back up and keep going. But um, for me, you know, it's it's all about just uh, getting through the next day with whatever project you're working on. And for myself, my
1: background, I I went to film school, I went to an art university in in England. Um, I came out and basically worked for about a year and a half doing uh, low-budget productions, doing um, earning nothing but expenses, producing short films, doing promos and things. And then I got into commercials. And so I went up from being a a production manager on commercials through to Producing, and then I set up my own production company with a couple of guys, and did uh, commercials for a while. And then um, now, and then moved into advertising purely. So to pay the way of getting into the film industry, I'm um, uh, an advertising producer for advertising agencies. Um, and then I think in, in, in the only thing I can kind of say in terms of advice is uh, I think every every journey is different, and it's really interesting. And met all all kinds of people in the industry. Um, and we by no means um, made it but I think no two stories are the same Um, you know no one gets completely born into the industry without a silver spoon in their mouth Um, and there's no kind of rags to riches story that's completely accurate either Um, so I think you have to find your own
3: path whatever that is All right, sound advice thank you both of you gentlemen appreciate that
0: we've been speaking with James Heath and Liam Garvo Uh, they're the co-producers of an upcoming film called Fitzroy um As soon as we get a a trailer, we'll go ahead and release that through our social media channels uh, and then look for that uh, upcoming whenever it's released.
3: Also, they've got a Kickstarter campaign, and you you are right. Just a quick Google search of uh, Biopunk Film Kickstarter brings me right to your page. Uh, (laughs) Your page is fantastic. The artwork that's displayed on it for the film is is really exciting. and uh, Both these films feature post-apocalyptic worlds, one from from kind of a comedic point of view and one from... uh, Slightly less comedic point of view. (laughs) And I think that... I'm kind of a sucker for the post-apocalyptic genre. When I was in high school, I read The Road by Cormac McCarthy, and I don't think I've ever really recovered from that entirely. And uh, this type of a genre can be explored from a billion different angles. It seems like everybody else has been doing zombies, and honestly, I'm kind of sick of that. But this is not zombies, and this is something that we can... uh, (laughs) you know explore ourselves a little bit from so check out their kickstarter campaign biopunk and if it says here if you donate uh make sure i'm reading this right and you can correct me if i'm wrong pledge 150 pounds or more <laughs> there's a whole lot of different perks you can you can get to up to and including having your your picture show up in the film or even appearing in the film yourself so check it out okay thanks james
0: thanks Liam.